Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, it's Jerry Bunkowski. Welcome back to another edition of the Racing Beat Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network. This week's show, a little bit different. Um, our good buddy Michael Eubanks was out in Portland last Friday for the IndyCar test out there and got a lot of good comments from several drivers about not only this weekend's race in Nashville, which is, from what everything I'm hearing, is going to be a monster of an event. It's going to be a huge, huge, huge success. But I'll also talk to drivers about not only how their season is going, but also the remaining six races as well. So without further ado, let's get to Michael Eubanks' interviews with drivers such as Jimmy Johnson and more right here on The Racing Beat. Let's start off with Scott Dixon, the reigning 2020 season champion in the IndyCar series. And then we'll have Marcus Erickson, Pato Award, Jack Harvey, Felix Rosenquist, and we'll wrap everything up with Jimmy Johnson. All right, you ready to go? Let's start off with Scott Dixon. Sad, but that's what that's what's trending on Twitter right now. Get you, me, me too, get you two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Cool. Welcome back to Portland. You've got experience here. What do you love about this track? Uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, I think it's uh, it's a pretty short track. Um, as we've seen in the past, the race has been really good. It provides uh, a lot of craziness. I think strategy is always pretty tricky as well. We've had good days here and bad days here. Um, the last time we were here, we were checking out leading and then we had a battery fire, which, uh, which hurt our championship chances. But uh, yeah, I love, I love this part of the world. It's a beautiful part of the world. Uh, the fans are fantastic. And, uh, you know, I think the only shame about Portland for us was that it took so long for us to get Third in the championship, we got a shot. We're 45, 46 points back. Six races to go. Next up, here's Marcus Erickson. On Twitter, with all the stuff going with Formula One, uh, you're one of many drivers who have made the jump. 
question for you that I ask everyone. What has been the, the biggest transition coming over here and racing the NTT IndyCar? Uh, I think for me, the cars are very different to drive for sure. It's uh, less downforce, uh, and less, you know, less grip in general. So you have to work more behind the wheel. You don't have any power steering. So it's definitely a very different car to drive. The tracks we have here in the States as well are very different uh, compared to the F1 tracks. Uh, I drove over there, so there's a lot of things, but I think probably the biggest thing is the competition. You know, in the car, you have everyone have the same cars to work with, so you know, the playing field is, is a lot more level, so everyone has a chance, and that's something that in, in F1, you know, everyone builds their own cars, and it's just uh, if you're not in the right car, you cannot win. So in the car, everyone can win, and I think that's a, it's a great thing for, for a driver to know, to know that. How are you enjoying uh, Portland so far? How's it stack up compared to the others? And also knowing it's going to be 20 degrees cooler next time you guys come out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a warm day for sure, but I like it. It's, it's a cool track. It's uh, it's what I said to one of my engineers. It's a proper, like, it's a, it's a typical IndyCar track, you know, where it's uh, pretty narrow, it's a bit bumpy, but it has a lot of character. And, you know, I love the, the last part of the track with the fast chicane going into that the tight right-hander. That's really challenging and fun to drive, so... Uh, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it so far. Uh, you know, my first time here, so I'm just trying to learn and get up to speed. And I thought the morning session was was, was good for that. A lot of the guys um, for Formula One talking about the uh, ovals as, the, as being the biggest challenge. It seems like you're comfortable with that. Uh, are, are you good with the ovals? Uh, any issues there? No, I, I thought you know coming here, I went in with a very open mindset, and I wanted to to sort of embrace the the oval challenge of IndyCar and. Uh, from the get-go, I've really enjoyed it, and, and now I think, for me personally, it's, it's one of the highlights of the season is when we go to the ovals and race there, because I think it's just such a different way of racing, it's a, such a different way of thinking racing, so for me, I, I really enjoy that challenge, and you know, still waiting on my first big result on an oval, but I, I know it's coming. With, uh, with COVID shutting everything down, a lot of the iRacing taking place, what did you find the most beneficial during your quote-unquote off-season training so that you could step back in the car and pick up right where you left off? I think uh, iRacing was a good tool to sort of keep us busy when we were not uh, able to drive, but it's still very different, so I, I don't think we could take a lot from that, to be honest. It's, it's a very different thing to, to drive on a, on a game like that to, to reality, but... It was a good thing. It was cool that IndyCar put that together and you know did something for the fans as well. So it's a good thing. But I, I, I don't think in the future it will be that that much. All right, fair enough. Marcus, when you uh, participate in a test like this, what do you and your team look to take away from it? I think first of all is for me to get up to speed on the track. You know, it's, it's, it's the only track. Obviously, Nashville is new for everyone, but apart from that, it's, it's the only track that's new for me. So that was the sort of first thing that we need to check check off the list, and then. These days we don't have a lot of testing, you know, and, and the race weekends are pretty short now with only two sessions, so it's, it's a chance for us to try some bigger test items that we normally don't have time to try in a, in a race weekend, so that's why a test like today is, is important for us to, to be able to do the bigger changes and having four cars as well, you know, we can do different changes on different cars and, and sort of gather all that information and then know when we get here next time, but also on other tracks, know what things works and, and didn't work so it's it's an important day for us for sure do you feel like it gives you an advantage going into the 4-1 race next month yeah for sure i think you know all of us that's here now is going to be 
right up to speed from the first lap, uh, so it's going to be good. But same time, a lot of the other guys were out testing in Gateway the last week and somewhere else, Laguna, whatever. So you know, you, you got to pick the places. But I think for us as a team, you know, both me, Alex, and Jimmy has never been here to Portland, so it was, not, you know, it was a sensible decision for us to come here. And uh, like I said, I think it's good. It's a good track to work on the car and work on the setup. It's has a bit of everything with some twisty parts and some faster stuff. So I think it's a good track for, for, for testing, for sure. Next up is Pato O'Ward. Yeah, uh, there's still plenty of racing to go. Um, we just need to, to not make mistakes. Um, it, it does seem like mistakes have been very costly, uh, especially with our championship. It's just so competitive and, and everybody is... I mean, from the small teams to the big teams to the medium-sized teams, everybody's competitive. Um, there's been wins from, you know, kind of like the whole spectrum of the paddock. There's been polls from the whole spectrum of the paddock. So I think it really just leaves it to us and the team to be very efficient on changes um, and just nail laps in, in executing qualifying. I can't express how important it is to execute in qualifying because... When you start up front, you make your life a lot easier. Unless then a yellow comes out that it's not in your favor, then then you'll worry about that. But, um, you know, there's definitely been instances this year where we qualify up front and it's just, I mean, man, it's just less dirty air, the car feels better, everything is just better at the front. <laughs> even some of the mistakes have seemed to even fall your way, and that's a good thing. So is that just something that you um, before? Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, I feel like they have fell more to... To the Ganassi's favor, there's been multiple times this season where we got hosed by yellows. Um, I mean, in Portland, we shouldn't have been third the first race, and we ended third. We ended up passing like eight cars um, on track because that was the only choice that we had, and then um, made our way perfectly through the field in race two. Um, you know, we've made mistakes in, in, for example, St. Pete, where we qualified up front, but we, we had a very shitty race. And that put us back. Um, you know, in Barber, we had mistakes from the strategy side. So, I mean, it's just everything has to come together to win a race now because it's just so competitive. But um, I think we've been doing a good job. We just really need to make sure that we execute in qualifying and then uh, keep our nose clean during the races and and just try and outscore the guys that we're fighting, honestly. Um, that's that's our our biggest thing now um, towards you know towards Long Beach. Next weekend you guys are in a brand new place in Nashville driving over a bridge any sense of new course? That's gonna be cool man. I, I We did it on the sim and it seems uh, there's honestly no fast corners so very different to this place. I, I love this place. I, I really enjoy fast uh, very fast like flowing circuits like Barber, Portland. Um, I enjoy Detroit because it's just so tight and there's literally no room for error and it's just very rewarding when you get it right and I feel like Nashville's gonna be kind of like a Detroit feel maybe like a Detroit Long Beach kind of feel where you got the massive straightaways like Long Beach uh, but you got the tightness and the and the bumpiness from Detroit you've had a lot of success here what is it that you love about Portland um I don't know I ever since the first practice that I did here in Indy Lights, I was just like, man, this 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 track just flows. It's 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 very enjoyable. In, like I, I enjoy it a lot when I when I drive around here, um, and it's the same in IndyCar. I mean, honestly, this last sector is is pretty impressive. If if you go and just watch there, 
entry to 10 and 11 it's we we go pretty quick through there it's 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 quite nice whenever you really nail it jack was saying with the arrow screen going through some of the corners weight seems off are you guys seeing the same thing um hard to say because i didn't really try it with the other indie car so uh for me this is i mean so much better than the lights car because it's more grip more arrow more speed um but i can understand how the weight is for sure at least affecting some of it because I mean, it has to. It's like 60 pounds uh, in the highest point of the race car, uh, so it must really just make the the, the tire struggle more uh, in specific changes of direction where you're going so fast. You mentioned uh, a lot of aspects of racing that's kind of out of your control. Obviously, coming off a great season last year, uh, what's your personal assessment at this point in the season? What are you personally, just from a driver standpoint, working on to get that 39 points that he mentioned? Um, Man, I, I just need to make sure I nail every session. I need to be efficient, um, and I just need to be good at communicating what I need to the team in order for me to execute when qualifying comes, and then just continuously start at the front. Uh, that will that will put us in contention for wins. Are you a history buff? You know the McLaren yeah, team okay, has so, an uh, amazing legacy. So. Um, you're talking about the, our Latin Nash deliveries? Yeah. Well, I do want to hear about that. Okay, yeah, so a fan actually designed this livery. Um, it's a competition that Views did online. Um, not sure how many fans uh, competed, but I'm sure it was quite a bit. Um, and then this, this guy that won is obviously one of the three finalists. And it's kind of like... Uh, it's the thought... Uh, behind this livery is the World War One machines that would go to war okay. um, and at first it was just Felix's car that was going to do that but I'm so happy we ended up doing it too because then it's like man we got left out for the 500 livery and it's like why can't I get a special one too <laughs> and I guess Arrow was feeling the same so we're like ah let's just do both cars uh, so you know Felix has got the blue and papaya and then I've got the the black and papaya, which honestly I think they look really cool. I saw Felix roll out, and, and they look very racy. They look very uh, aggressive in a way. So it's cool, man. I'm 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 excited to to take this to Nashville. Hopefully, put it in victory lane. I've got a special helmet coming too. I just got a sneak peek of it, and it's it's pretty pretty cool. So I'm, got I'm, time I'm, for one more, and then he's got to do this. I'm excited. Awesome. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Good Thank luck. You. Thanks, Bob. All right, next we have Jack Harvey. Uh, you know, from the first moment I came into the laps here, I just really like the track, and this is the first time we've been back with the aero screen on the car, so honestly, just trying to figure out what we can take from before, what's changed now, perhaps, and you know what we need to focus up on the you know, set up this afternoon, but uh, and we just love being here. So it's a very technical track, you've got some real you know, long, slow speed corners, but obviously if anyone's been you know, over to 10 and 11, it's about as high speed on the edge as you can get, so uh, pretty much has everything that you might want to come to a racetrack and watch. Anything you, reckon you can identify with the aero screen versus without having it? Uh, probably the only thing that kind of cropped up this morning straight away was actually turn five and six. Feels like the car's so loaded going through five uh, that when you try and then just kind of throw the car into six, that maybe the weight really uh, transfers from the left side to the right side. And you know, just trying to get a handle on that for this afternoon and see if there's something we can do to try and limit that. Um, but the rest of the lap has been, been really good. Not to get too far ahead, but you guys go to a new track next week in Nashville, going yeah. over a bridge. Yeah. Just kind of impressions of that. 
Uh, it's cool, yeah, we actually went to the uh, simulator a couple of weeks ago and tentatively got to drive around what we uh, think the track layout is going to be and uh, I've actually never been to Nashville so I'm excited to go, the track looks absolutely awesome, uh, it's going to be super tight like a lot of street circuits are, obviously it's cool to be driving over bridges, still don't have any issues but uh, just excited to go to Nashville in, in general, everyone tells me what a great uh, city it is, it seems like there's going to be a really incredible event and right now it seems to be ticking all the boxes. I know there's a lot of questions for you next season. Uh, not right now, but <laughs> with this track in particular, what is the what is the biggest challenge you face? Honestly, I think trying to trying to get enough uh, you know front wing in the car where it's not too sensitive through turns ten and then uh, ten eleven and then also turn four, but whilst keeping the car under us through the slowest parts of the track without you know having pretty bad oversteer, and that's what we're just trying to work on right now. We're trying to get that marinade between you know high speed balance, low speed balance, and try and just kind of tie them in together. Now I typically cover supercars. Uh, IndyCar is very new to me to cover this. Um, when you go back and forth from oval to road course, what kind of adjustments do you guys make as, as drivers uh, to adapt from week to week? Oh, it's massive. I think that's what's cool about the NTT IndyCar series is you know diversity in tracks. You know, I mean, we go to three different styles. You know, and this next uh, little bit of August, I guess, shows you all three of them from going to National Street Circuit, going to Indy back on the road course, to going to Nova and Gateway. Uh, honestly, it's just trying to, in your own mind, visualize a lot about them sensations obviously driving an oval way different than driving you know here for example uh, you know just spending time doing a data review onboard review um, and then just trying to remember all them feelings so one thing I've tried to do throughout IndyCar but my career in IndyCar right now is been taking more notes just to help myself so when I come back to Gateway for example I'd go okay well remember this feeling is what you're going to experience it's okay just drive through it etc so uh, hey Jack you kind of feel like this track owes you one after every, <laughs> everybody hits you, but the, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I just, I just, you know what I'm, yeah, uh, I don't know, I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, even in 2018 when we came, we had, you know, pretty good pace in the race, I think we ran top five in the uh, first part, um, you know, the strategy didn't quite pan out that day, and then, you know, we came back in 19, had a great quality, had a great start, and then obviously we had that deal with uh, Ryan, but, um, you know, it's, it's just the opportunity is there for us to go and go and get it. We just got to go out and reach it with both hands and yeah. just take it. We, we certainly felt like coming back to Portland. There's a you know a few low hanging fruits that we want to just grab. And at the end of the day, that's our responsibility to go and you know try and have the best weekend we can. Now I know you're probably going to say whatever track you're driving, but do you have a what's your favorite track that you that you've been on? No, just this season or in ever? Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Uh, I mean. You, you, you are partly right. I mean, obviously, the, I like this place. You know, I've, I've really always enjoyed coming to uh, Portland. I mean, I really enjoy the city. I did the uh, soapbox derby downhill, you know, a few yeah. years ago, and that was cool. Uh, so I've always just had really fond memories of being here. And I actually do like driving the track. Uh, thinking about America, I mean, Road America is obviously, you know, one of them real famous historic tracks. That's cool. I like Indy Road Course. We've always had good success there. In Ohio is cool. I mean, I think a lot of the tracks that we go to, there's not. It'd be easier to say like if you had to pick one, where don't you like, opposed to which one's your favorite. Yeah, fair enough. So where don't you like? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> hey Jack, I, I'm sorry I missed the beginning of this, so you may have already been asked, but you've been a one-car team pretty much right along. How do you like having a teammate? Well, I mean, it's great having a teammate, but it's particularly cool having Elio as a teammate. Um, you know, the experience that 
you know, he has, and you know, so talented as he still is, um, you know, this has been a today even already has been a great uh, demonstration of what we can get through when we're a two-car team. And you know, obviously, we're going to be really happy for everyone at Myershank Racing that are able to expand, you know, their program into that. And, right. Uh, yeah, he's just a great guy. He's kind of kind of hard not to like earlier in any capacity. And, right. You know, just really have proud myself just to share a little bit of him winning number four. Obviously, wish we had won ourselves. So here, but um, yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. Thank you. Do you feel like a uh, test going into a weekend like at Portland? Do you feel like you get an advantage? Or hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're here, right? I mean, it's you know, there's been. Lots of teams and IndyCar have been testing in multiple different places this week and uh, you know we felt like we wanted to come to Portland and hope that when we come back in uh, you know month I guess like however many weeks it is that we can take what we've learned here and just roll it into having a successful weekend. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. And last but not least, he may be a seven-time champion in NASCAR, but he's a rookie still in the IndyCar series. Here's Jimmy Johnson. The Pacific Northwest. Um, I'm assuming this might be your first time here at PIR. What are your initial impressions of the track? Yeah, it's the first time here and very fun track. It is a quick lap. Uh, we're right around one minute to complete a lap. But uh, very fun and challenging track. There's almost two pieces to the track. Uh, it turns, you know, from turn one to turn seven, it's kind of condensed, compressed, slower speed turns. And then you work your way to the other end of the track and they're more fluid, faster corners. So, uh, there's a certain rhythm of the track that I'm trying to learn. It's had uh, a half a day of testing so far, and I'm excited about this afternoon session. Uh, going into test sessions like this, especially at a new facility, how much do you feel that helps you prepare for the actual race itself? Absolutely, especially where I'm starting from. I've never been here before. Each lap, you know, I've still probably only had 16 or 17 days ever in an Indy car, so not only am I still learning the car, but obviously showing up to the racetrack and trying to learn it, so everybody counts. And obviously this season being your first in IndyCar, obviously seven-time NASCAR champion, you've also got to race IMSA this year. Is there anything else left on your racing bucket list that you'd like to cross off? Yeah, I'd love to get to Le Mans. Um, I'd love to get better in IndyCars and IMSA cars that I'm competing in. Uh, stick around and race both for, for years to come. So that happens. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jimmy. All right, that's going to do it for this weekend's edition of the Racing Beat Podcast. I'm Jerry Bunkowski. Thanks a lot to Michael Eubanks for his efforts in getting these interviews uh, this past weekend over in Portland. And look forward to talking more about this coming weekend's race at, uh, at uh, Nashville. It's going to be a big one. Looking forward to it. Hope you enjoy it, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon right here on The Racing Beat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.